What's up and welcome in, y'all. You are listening and watching Locked on Bulls, part of Locked Up Podcast Network. I'm Matt Peck. That's Big Dave Watson. Up ahead on today's episode, the Bulls round out their roster. They're getting the vaccine on their team. They signed Johnson and Johnson, Stanley and Alizé, and have also thrown a flyer in there with Matt Thomas, a sharpshooter. So we're breaking down all of those additions up next on the Locked On Bulls podcast. Let's go. Come on. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome in. We are Locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. That's my guy, Big Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at Bow, B-A-W Sports. And you can follow us at Locked on Bulls. You can also shoot us a text or leave us a voicemail at 331-979-1369 or send us an email, LockedOnBulls at gmail.com for our weekly mailbag episodes. Big Dave, uh, before we dive into all of these Bulls roster signings, I, Uh I know you said you haven't listened to it yet, so I'm going to tell you... And all of our listeners, to after you finish this episode of Locked Out Bulls, stop whatever you were about to do and listen to Joakim Noah's interview with Q Rich and Darius Miles on their Knuckleheads podcast. I listened to it earlier today, and if you can't tell, I'm in a great mood because I got to listen to Joakim Noah talk about basketball and life for an hour and 15 minutes. It's great. You know, I heard a quick clip of it, and I said, you know what, Matt has either ripped his shirt off or he is just... In in a ball crying, <laughs> like, I, I didn't know where you were emotionally, but I was like, he's one of those two mediums right there. Oh, oh, I covered both of those bases <laughs> se- several times over. Okay, I was, right. I was running through walls and sobbing over a pint of ice cream. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> Should we go knock on his door? Is somebody okay in there? Like, like. <laughs> I'm fine. Leave me alone with my friend. <laughs> but Big Dave, today we are here to talk about the Bulls rounding out their roster. I saw somebody on Twitter was like, where's the emergency pod for the Stanley Johnson? I love Bulls We love y'all. We love y'all. Because I was like, does, does this warrant an emergency pod? I mean, this is, t- this is technically our one like semi-vacation month of the calendar right. year covering this team. I I was like, we can wait a day. We can wait a day. <laughs> but bless y'all for being so eager to talk about this. For real. So, Big Dave, let's jump right in with the first one that was announced. Stanley Johnson, former lottery pick, um, eighth overall pick, has had a few stops in his career. He's played with the Pistons. He's played with the Pelicans for half a season. Spent the last two years in Toronto. Not a huge threat on the offensive end, but, man, the versatility this guy can bring on the defensive end and that length. Just another piece of the puzzles of AK and Eversley saying, hey, man, we want our team to be long and athletic, and we want guys to be able to guard multiple positions. I mean, it's truly showing with these last two signings, right? Because I think both of you and I were like, well, you, well it's just, let me speak for myself, especially me. I was like, no, you got to get the power four. I want, I want the prototypical 6'8", 6'9", punch you in the face, give me those six fouls, and shut up. And he can't shoot. He can't do anything. But just go out there and be angry. And Arturo's like, yeah, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> let me go ahead. 
how about we try to combine both of those things? You know, how about we get that along with some guys who can actually contribute and have some like real talent and then have some youth with them too. I think that signals a couple things, Matt. One, like you said, you know, obviously they're, they're going to be multiple position players. Like guys are going to be playing the three and the four or the two to three and the four, I should say. Guys can play those multiple positions and defend those multiple positions. Two, it also signals they're really going young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I believe DeMar DeRozan might be, is the oldest person on this team, if I'm not mistaken. And he's, what, 32? So, And that's a great veteran to have uh, right there. So not old because he can still contribute uh, a lot for this team, mm-hmm. but just as far as the veteran's concerned, he's that. But Stanley Johnson, though, I, I really remember him at Detroit. That's where I really, truly remember Stanley Johnson. But mm-hmm. it, I laughed because I remember his best game <laughs> last year. It was against the Bulls. I do remember that because he was on the Raptors. And the Bulls were kicking the crap out of the Raptors. And I remember you and I were like, who is this dude that keeps <laughs> whooping the Bulls? Like, who, who is this? Like, And it was Stanley Johnson. That's who we were talking about because he was just un- – I don't remember how many threes he hit that game, but he had a lot of them. And I think he ended up with like, what, 35 or 36 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. He, he just, he had a great game. And usually when the Bulls do something like this, because Chris, who I do ball on Bulls with, said to me, oh, here they go doing it again. Because, you know, the Bulls, last when they saw somebody have a great game against the Bulls, they immediately went out and they signed them. And that led us to Luke Cornette. That led us to Tomas Sadoransky. Difference here is this is going to be the 14th or 15th guy on your roster. So, you know, you're just looking for these that you're not putting any too much on them. You know what I'm saying? As far as their contributions to the team. But it is good to have them because you're going to need that length. And like you said, Matt, and you touched on that defense is going to be important. I remember that too, Big David. Let me tell you, lots of players in the NBA have had their best game of their career against the Bulls in the last five Back. or six seasons. That is Back. the team that you can ball out on. Uh but we're turning a corner. We're not going to be that team anymore. At least that's, no. the, hope. that's uh, the hope. With Stanley Johnson, so you know, I mentioned the the versatility and his size. Six 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 and a half. You know, not quite six seven, but a seven foot wingspan. So he's going to be able to guard the perimeter and also, as we've mm-hmm. seen him do at all of the stops of his career, play some of that small ball four in addition to playing the wing. But this, to me, is the interesting sticking point with Stanley Johnson, Dave. And I've and I've seen some Bulls fans talking about it. It seems a little bit repetitive when you talk about some of the other depth pieces on this Bulls bench. When you talk about Troy Brown Jr., you know, a guy who's athletic, who's got some length, not really a threat, at least as far as spacing the floor is concerned. Then you bring in Derek Jones Jr. as part of the Lowry Markin and sign and trade, and it's kind of the same thing. Then you bring in Stanley Johnson, and you're like, okay, yet another kind of wing, small forward, maybe can play some small ball four but really isn't helping you space the floor on the offensive end. Stanley Johnson last year on 2.2 attempts per game did shoot almost 33% from the field. So it's not like he's mm-hmm. giving you nothing, as at, right. at least a medium threat, somebody that you can't just leave wide open. But there is, I guess, a slight concern that I see of there's some repetition among those three players and which one maybe will earn Billy Donovan's trust the most if they're bringing you a lot of the same stuff on the court. And then that also makes me think of who Donovan will choose to stagger from the first unit into the second unit. Because the way I see it, you can't play two of those guys on the floor with DeMar DeRozan because then you have three guys on the floor who can't really spread the floor, and that could be a problem in my eyes. 
Yeah, it could be, Matt. And also, you mentioned like the size. Um, like you said, you, you they have a type. <laughs> they know what they want, and it seems like it's going to be that six seven guy who, like we said, can play those multiple positions. But one thing that we kept uh, worrying about was toughness and defense. And honestly, these two signings kind of helped that um, as far as the toughness and the defense is concerned because Stanley Johnson is solid on the defensive end. And Alex, I'm sure we'll get into it in a minute. He's tough. So it kind of sures that up. But yeah, that's a good point. I'm not 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 going to poo-poo on that point because it's a it's a really good one. Um, yeah, you you look at it a little bit differently. Like, okay, well, what is he going to do? How is he going to handle it? Who's he going to put in at that position? Because that guy can't do that and that guy can't do that. How is that going to work? And I think while you were saying that, my thought was I was only thinking defense, defense, defense. That's that's mm-hmm. all that was in my head the whole time you were saying that was defense. I don't think they're worried about scoring because they got that. <laughs> they got scores. They got guys who can put the ball in the basket. What they were lacking was the defense. And it seems like these are going to be situational decisions. Um just about who they're playing, what the situation dictates, how guys are looking out there when they're out there. I think, and he's, it doesn't seem like he's going to be beholden to any like set second unit lineup. Like this is going to be this, this guy is going to be in and that's it. No, it's going to be on a game by game basis. Again, this is me speculating. This is going to be on a game by game basis. It just seems like that. Like, okay, we're going up against this team. I think you match up better here. Um, let me get you three minutes and then get you out. We're going to get this guy in. You know, we're going to figure out what really does work, but we don't want to lose our athleticism and we don't want to, and we definitely want to run. And and those two guys and everybody on this team can do all those things. So I think that's how they're looking at it. But I think your point is is super duper valid for real. But, you know, regardless of if he is uh, an overlap of not giving you a whole lot on the offensive end, uh, you know, I, I did mention at the beginning what he can do as far as his versatility defensively. It's not just his athleticism and his length, Mm -hmm. but he is skilled on the defensive end. I think he's a very capable one-on-one on-ball defender. And I also think he's very smart and and picks his spots to play the passing lanes and and create those turnover opportunities for his team. Uh, I, I mentioned this in a tweet when they signed him yesterday. Stanley Johnson, top 15 ranked in the NBA last season, with 1.9 steals per 36 minutes. So the guy knows how to create those turnovers. And guess what? With this Bulls roster, all these guys that are capable of getting out and running in transition, Stanley Johnson could be the catalyst for a more lethal Bulls fast-break offense this season. No question about it, Matt. Run, run, run. That's what this team is going to be about. It's going to be out transition. And it kind of shows you, it kind of just opens up and brings to light exactly how they want to do it and exactly where certain guys are going to fit in with that. Like those two signings, and this might sound crazy, but those two signings really, really showed me for sure what Lonzo Ball is going to do <laughs> on this team. It's going to be running. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be guys up and down, transition basketball. It's not me speculating it anymore. Now it's concrete because I see these last two signings like, oh, they're not waiting for nobody. Like we out here trying to run. Like, it just seems like the center position after Booch goes out is going to just be whoever, you know, who, whoever whoever wants it, you know, depending right, on, yeah. you know, who the team is out run. there. Who can run? run? Go play center. <laughs> right. Go play center. Who wants to run? Who they got out there? Is anybody uh, 7-2 or anything like that? Well, can he run? Well, guess what? <laughs> you know, Stanley, get in there. We're running that. You know, we're going to run up and down the floor. So this is going to be really interesting to see. Because we haven't seen a Bulls team like this, honestly, uh, Matt. We have never really seen one. We're very – and 
it's, it's challenging my my idea of what structure is, you know, because because when I how I'm used to it, I'm like, okay, you got to have that. Your starting lineup, have you want it? Fine, but on the bench, I need a big guy. Where is he? You're saying like he's got to be that. He's got to be in there. Okay, you got me, Tony Bradley. Yeah, okay, great. Now I need a goon man. I need a, a power forward who's powerful who can punch people in the face and be like Antonio Davis and Charles Oakley. And they're like, nah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> so I like that because it cha- challenges that sense and gives me something different to look at and showing you like, no, this is what we want to do here in the NBA now. And then I just trust Billy Donovan. I mean, I just trust what he's going to do. So, but yeah, but I like Stanley Johnson. They call him Stanimal. I did not know this. Um, my brother told me, <laughs> my oldest brother told me, Matt, that if any guy is big, tall and hairy or hairy his name is either going to be stanimal or danimal if his name is stan or dan so that's <laughs> really how that goes i was like okay thanks i i did not know that i've learned something new today so yeah <laughs> dan hampton in the hairy category yes yeah. <laughs> and big and big he and wasn't big. small yeah. <laughs> All right, so we do have to talk about the other Johnson, the Bulls sign uh, just the other day, uh, Alizé Johnson. Before that, though, I want to tell you all about this amazing offer that we have from our sponsor, Direct TV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another where you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's cousin's ex-wife's login for the good stuff. Ooh. Well, right. I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites all together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. Doesn't that sound nice? It does. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Matt, you know what? I went outside today. And when I went outside, uh, I forgot to apply my sweat block. I did. I completely forgot, and I didn't in my sweat block. You know what happened? Niagara Falls. That's what happened. Sweat dripping down your boy all right it was ridiculous it looked like i went for a quick swim and then then went and ran my errands if i had only went in here and got my box and put on the sweat block that would not have happened because i tell you when i use it the first time i ain't had none of those issues man you know why because sweat block is doctor created it's doctor recommended it works up to seven days per use guess what day this was for me seven all right it was the dry (laughs) shirt guarantee all right, if sweat block does not keep you dry, you get your money back. You've seen it featured and tested on the Rachel Ray show by firefighters, the other hottest people out here going and doing work where they're going to be sweating all the time. It's a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years with over 13,000 reviews, ladies and gentlemen. You get to wear what you want. It's your little secret. You carry some with you in your toiletry bag or in your pocket, which is what I forgot to do and which is why I was out here like the Hoover Dam. So, guys, don't be like me. Get your sweat block and use it. Go to sweatblock.com. And if you type in the promo code locked on, you will save 20% on this wonderful, wonderful product. Mm-hmm. And you can you get it off of Amazon and you can get it off CVS. So if you got somebody that you love or somebody that you just like, I'm telling you, 
Get them some of this sweat block. Get this in your life. Sweat block. Stay dry. With that, we move to the other Johnson that the Bulls signed the other day. Man, uh, talk about the Bulls getting worked on on Labor Day. Putting the yes. putting the word labor yes. to use there. <laughs> oh, y'all y'all yeah. having a nice three day weekend? Not us. <laughs> Not us. We're, we we're, we're rounding out our roster, baby. <laughs> uh, so Alize Johnson, uh, Missouri mm-hmm. State product, who second round pick, late second round pick, I believe fiftieth overall by the Indiana Pacers back in twenty eighteen, and one of the greatest games that we saw from him was as a Brooklyn Net this past season where he had revenge on his mind because it was a Nets-Pacers game, and he put up a monster uh, 20-plus points, a bunch of boards, and a big Nets win. And that kind of made me think right out of the gate, okay, this dude has a chip on his shoulder, just like most everybody on this Bulls roster. So welcome to the family, Alizé Johnson. (laughs) And as you said, Big Dave, you were waiting and waiting and waiting for that guy who could be – described as more of a actual power forward as opposed mm-hmm. to a wing who can play the four when needed. Right. Were you satisfied with this guy filling that criteria? As soon as I watched the tape, Matt, I was satisfied within like the first minute and a half. I was like, yep, this is, this is it. And it fits. This is what I'm talking about. It doesn't just fit my criteria. It fits ob- the obvious criteria of AK and Eversley, which is a guy who's fast and athletic. Like he has athleticism to him. He's got moves when he get when he got that ball in the paint. When you watch that, uh, 2021 game that he had mm-hmm. and i don't mean the year 2021 i mean <laughs> 20 points right. you know 21 yeah. rebounds um so when you look at that and i saw the way he was moving and everything was on the inside <laughs> you know everything had to be in the paint that he was doing and i loved that aspect of it he that means that he knows what he is when he's going out there you know it's why i love todd gibson so much when i when the bulls first got him and i watched his tape from a USC and everything was in the paint. Every single thing they showed was in the paint. And I was like, I love this guy period right now. This is going to be one of my guys. I love those kind of people. I love those kind of players. Like point guard might be my favorite position. I'm thinking my favorite second favorite position is goon. Okay. That might be my second favorite position, man. And Alizé really honestly kind of fits that. Uh, Knowing Kevin Durant really, really liked him and spoke glowingly about Alizé Johnson said a lot for me also. Um, so I'm wondering also if if he spoke to Zach Levine about mm-hmm. uh, Alizé Johnson and, you know, tried to, you know, tell him that, you know, he'd be a good pickup for you guys because you didn't get Millsap. Uh, he kind of fits, Matt. Like, yeah, you're right. That chip on his shoulder, you mm-hmm. know, that intensity that I like. Bulls fans are going to like that about him. Uh, a guy that knows what he's going to – there's no thinking with him when he's in the paint. He He knows just what he wants to do. And he gets it, and he's going to make those moves. He's going to go inside. He's either going to score or he's going to go get that rebound. So I like that about him. Um, yeah, I just I just like him. I just I like yeah. the goonness of him. I like the fact he went 6-6 six six from the free throw line in that, in that game also. I don't know if yeah. he's a great free throw shooter or not, but I just know he did that in that game, and I like this. So, yeah, I like him, man. I like him. I got my guy who give my six fouls, but can also score. So I'm good. I'm good. And those those six for six at the line in that game was almost half of his regular season total. Because guess what? He was 13 of 13 from the free throw line all of last wow. regular season for Brooklyn. Oh wow. Okay. He shot all right. 100 percent from the free throw line for the Nets last season. And okay. Look, yes, these these are all uh you know n- not huge numbers as far right. as production and minutes. He averaged just over 10 minutes, 10 and a half minutes per game in his uh, 18 appearances with the Nets 
during the regular season last year. But similar to you know how I said, let's bump up Stanley Johnson's numbers per 36 mm-hmm. to show you, hey, per 36, 1.9 steals. That's 15 best, 15th best in the NBA. Per 36 for Brooklyn last season, Alizé Johnson, 17.9 points, 17.1 rebounds. <laughs> 17.1 per 36. And guess what? 5.1 of those 17, offensive glass. Wow. 5.1 offensive rebounds per 36. Wow. That's your, that's your Taj Gibson workhorse right there. Wow. That is, okay. I'm going to crash the glass, give mm-hmm. my, my team second chance scoring opportunities, get myself easy looks at the bucket. And look, it's not only the putbacks and the work he does on the offensive glass. He's also, from what I have seen, and the numbers back up the eye test, just a very efficient scorer around the mm-hmm. bucket, kind of like you mm-hmm. were saying. Everything is in the paint, in that restricted area. His field goal percentage last season, 58.8. And that is not just putbacks and dunks. He also has a nice little mini floater from like, you know, anywhere inside the paint that's wildly efficient. The dude Mm. has this perfect little floater that just doesn't miss. So he Mm. can give this Bulls team some interior scoring off the bench when Vooch is getting his breather. If they need somebody to try and get a bucket that isn't a three or a DeRozan mid-range shot, Get this dude the ball and see if he can find space for his interior scoring. Yeah. And Uh, here's the the other element of all of this that I love about Alizé Johnson. We were sitting here over the last couple of weeks, Big Dave, where we say, hey, the Bulls are talking to Paul Millsap. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, the Bulls are talking. Maybe LaMarcus Aldridge, he's cleared to Mm -hmm. play medically. Maybe he'll come back. Maybe he's interested. We can finally put to rest the Tyrus Thomas debacle of a million years ago. And, And what did both of them say? Paul Millsap, no thanks, Bulls. Thanks, but no thanks. I'm going to ring chase. LaMarcus Aldridge, thanks, but no thanks. I'm going to ring chase. So what do AK and Eversley do? They say, okay, Brooklyn Nets, we're going to go steal this underrated guy of yours and sign him to a two-year deal for $3.6 million. I love that. I love that. Wait, so you're saying there's some pettiness involved in this? You say it's a little petty? Okay, all right. That's a a great way to look at it, man. I, I did not think of that. But knowing that the type of goon that AK is and, and even Paxson confirming the kind of goon that he is, you might have a point. <laughs> he might be on that kind of level. But also, it's pettiness to a point of um, it's not detrimental to your basketball team. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I got somebody that actually can help my basketball team. So I, I, I like pettiness when, it, when it's not affecting the bottom line. And he's actually helping the bottom line. And also... Like you said, guys, these are the last two on the roster. You know what I'm saying? These, these are the last two guys on our roster. So it's not like, oh, if things are going bad, if he's having a bad game, it's going to be de- uh, just destroy what's going on for the Chicago Bulls. No, he's there to help. He's there to be that piece. You know what I'm saying? Come in for those few minutes and give you what he can give you. So now I'm just happy, man. I got somebody I can hold on to and say, yes, this is the guy who if you go hit uh, Zach Levine, you know what I'm saying? He might have to come over and say a couple things to you. This is yeah. the kind of stuff I like, and that's why I'm I'm happy that this man is here. I like him already, man. I do. I like the goonness of him already. Dude, dude is a workhorse. Last season, uh, 26.3 total rebound percentage, a 35 defensive rebound percentage, and a 16.6 offensive rebound percentage. That means wow. when the ball goes up, when one of his teammates shoots. <laughs> there is over a 15% chance that he's getting that ball. Yeah. That's and you know what that you know what that also that says he's working. 
That's yes. what that says. It says I'm working down there because everybody who rebounds the basketball is good at it. Is a worker because that's what you have to do to get one from from both of Matt's favorite players on down. Like this is what you got to do. You got to work to get that ball. So I like that, man. That that excites me. All right, we still have to talk about the Bulls' third and final signing uh, from the beginning of this week, Matt Thomas. Before we do that, though, speaking of work, Big Dave, if you are someone yeah. who works out and is looking for a good protein bar for after your workout. Or if you're just working on being a healthier individual, you should probably check okay. out Built Bars because they are delicious protein bars. They basically taste like candy bars, but they are very healthy for you. And did you know that they have so many delicious flavors that there is something out there for everyone? You just have to try them all and figure out which one is your favorite. If you like some fruit in your protein bars, they've got flavors like cherry parsia, raspberry, strawberry, mm-hmm. and orange. Or if you just like the salt and the chocolate, those you know standard protein bar flavors, check out cookies and cream, mint brownie, double chocolate, and one of my personal favorites, salted caramel. Oh my gosh, it's mm. delicious. If you haven't tried all these flavors, you can get a mixed box from Built.com, and you'll get two of each of their nine OG and always available flavors, so you can figure out which one is your favorite and get a whole box of that flavor. Not mm. only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy for you too. Every Built Bar has either 17 or 18 grams of protein while only having between 130 and 180 calories. That's right. At max, 180 (laughs) calories. Only four or five grams of sugar and just four or five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors. All tasty. All healthy. So go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Let me tell you all something. I saw this on Twitter. I saw this guy placed a $10 bet, had a 14 parlay, he had 14 parlays, all right, over the college football weekend. All of them hit. He won $79,000. When I said that, Matt, I said, you know what? Bet online. It's time. Hey. <laughs> it is that time of year, guys. And guess what? All eyes are on football. And everything's going back to the gridiron, baby. I'm so excited to start yourself. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get the updated odds, the props, and the contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's, you heard me, the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open right now at Bet Online. Head to website, use your mobile device, sign up today, and you'll receive a 100% welcome bonus. Now, be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. All right? You make a bet on Thursday. That is the opener of the uh, NFL season between the Bucks and the Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up using the promo code NFL100. Don't forget them promo codes, guys. NFL100. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet online. All your football, basketball, boxing, favorite Vegas casino games. They got it all, man. Why wait? Get on it. Use that promo code locked on and go to bet online, your online sports book experts. With that, we move on to our third and final Bulls signing of Labor Day, a busy day for the Bulls. And it is Matt Thomas. Native mm. of, did you know this, Big Dave? Decatur, Illinois. I did know this, and I was very impressed. Because <laughs> I've driven by it. I've seen it. And I, you know what? I'll get into it. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait. Have you, ever, have you hung out in Decatur, Illinois? I don't think I can say that I've ever hung out in Decatur. 
no, I haven't. I haven't hung out in Decatur, Illinois, but I might have, and I'm just forgetting. I'll say it like that. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, so, so Matt Thomas doesn't get drafted, spends a couple of years playing overseas in one of the Spanish leagues, and then gets picked up by Toronto uh, at the 2019-20 season and um, is, uh, you know, a guy that has had a fairly minimal NBA career thus far between the 2019-20 season and the 2021 season playing for Toronto and then 19 19 games with the Jazz to round out 2021. He has 86 career games under his belt. Um, Listen, pretty much plain and simple, it's another shooter. And he'll go to training camp. We'll see. This would technically be player number 16 after the Bulls signed both of the Johnsons. So maybe this is a guy the Bulls might be interested in doing the two-way thing with. I'm not quite sure if that, if and how that would work. We know that Devon Dotson has one of those two-way spots Mm -hmm. already locked down. The other one, as far as we know, is open. Um, But this dude's a shooter, plain and simple. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, small sample size, just 86 NBA career games thus far. But in those games on, let's see, uh, uh, 2.1, 3-point attempts per game, 41.3% from behind the arc. It's not bad. It's not bad. You can use that. You can definitely use a shoe. And I believe what he's he's pretty tall, right? Like six seven. Six, he's, right listed, he's listed six four, but maybe six five. I don't okay, know. Okay, maybe six four is right. Okay, I had that off. Okay, yeah, I'll take that. Um again, they, they don't do six two. <laughs> like they can't they are not no. doing six two uh on this team. I believe Dotson. I saw some Bulls fans one. being like, we should sign Isaiah Thomas. I was like, not gonna happen. No, no not gonna go down. Dotson is the only only one never only with on that one as far as size is concerned. And yeah, and that's not a bad uh, selection. Yes, born in Decatur, Illinois, um, which I found interesting because Decatur, where it's greater, um, the only Decatur I, I had ever heard of was Decatur, Georgia. <laughs> it did. So I, when I would drive by, I was like, this is Decatur, Illinois? Wow. But he was born there, but he definitely he grew up um, in uh, Wisconsin. And here's something interesting I, I saw about him, just reading his Wikipedia page. They talked about his mother. Now, his mother, Matt, was the standout high school athlete, all right? She was a swimmer, softball player, a tennis player, and a basketball star. Wow. She, ho- she holds the single, she holds the school record for a single game scoring with 48. She dropped 48 in the game on Cats. Oh, so, shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he, he got some hooping in his background. Um, I, I like the, we, we talked about guys having chips on their shoulders. Anytime you're undrafted and you get into the league, you got a chip on your shoulder. I don't care who you are. Uh, because you had to go through a different kind of, of fight and a different kind of struggle to get to the NBA. So him being undrafted, uh, playing, uh, you know, for the Euro Cup, I believe he won the Euro Cup, uh, doing that and then getting to the league. And this would be, what, his third, fourth year in the league? Mm-hmm. So being able to just stay in the league is, is, is impressive of an undrafted guy who's 6'4", you know, who's not getting those opportunities like that anymore. So. I'm not going to sit here and talk to y'all like I watched Matt Thomas or I, right. or I spent time checking out Matt Thomas or anything like that. I have not, okay? So if you have, I'm welcome to hear what you got to say about him. But I know what his position will be on his team, and it feels to me like he's just going to be filling out that roster and he's going to get that other two-way contract, and we're going to see him down in that G League develop a little bit. But again, I trust AK and Eversley, y'all. If they say he cool, 
then I'm cool with it. That's how it goes. So, Big Dave, uh, you know, I, I will not profess to be some kind of expert on, on Matt Thomas, but let me tell you, I did recall watching a handful of his games in college. Sure. And do you know why? Do you know where he went to college? I do not know where he went to college, man. Where did he go? So uh, a handful of my close friends here in Chicago, my Chicago crew, are Chicago transplants from the great, great state of <laughs> Iowa. Matt Thomas, a four-year player at, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, Don't say Iowa that. State. He said it. <laughs> I thought we got rid of Gar. I thought Gar was gone. <laughs> Why are we, why are we still poaching Iowa State talent? Okay, let me make you feel better real quick, Matt. Here's the here's the total difference of what this this is, Matt. This dude's gonna be a two way player. <laughs> He's not coming in to right. be on your starting lineup. He's not coming in to be in your second unit. He's coming in to kind of develop and and be a, just a guy. We you know if we need something, we'll put him in the game. So the last couple people we got from Iowa State were guys that were bringing in to just be play important roles on this team, or they thought would play important roles on this team. Right. Not the case in this situation. So, yeah, I'll take the Iowa State because I know what level it's about to be on here. So it's okay. It's okay. I'll accept it, Matt. He can be there. You know what I mean? He can be on the bench. It's just, cool. It doesn't actually bother me. I just thought it was funny. It was like, oh, yeah, of course. We, we got to have an Iowa State guy on our team. Right. Just because Carr and John are gone doesn't mean we have to – not we can't stop with the Iowa State trend. That just doesn't seem right. We gotta we gotta <laughs> ease our way out of it. We gotta ease our way out of it. Um, oh, Matt's been so hurt. <laughs> so, but I'll, I'll tell you though, Dave. I was looking at his collegiate stats on on Basketball Reference. As so, as I mentioned, a four year college player. His junior and senior year, he played a lot. He averaged over. 30 minutes per game in both his junior and senior seasons. So it's not like mm -hmm. these are numbers based on nothing. He, he played, he played and he played 35 games in each of his junior and senior years mm. with all of that usage in all of those games. He flirted with 50, 40, 90 twice Ooh. junior year, 44% from the field, 43.2% from downtown and 90.2 mm -hmm. from the free throw line. Senior year, he got even closer, shooting 47.7% from the field, 44.5% uh, from downtown. That's ridiculous. And 89.1% from the free throw line. He, I mean, his senior year of college, he was a hair off field goal percentage and free throw percentage from doing 50, 40, 90. That's, that's nothing to sneeze at, even at the collegiate level. And yes, even if it's for Iowa State. You know, Matt, the whole time you were talking – I was thinking in my head, you know, this sounds exactly like how we used to sound as Bulls fans a few years ago when we were trying to talk ourselves into somebody who was going to be in our starting lineup and somebody who was going to have to be a bigger piece to our team. It feels good to have this discussion now, knowing that this player is, you know, just going to be a part of the team, you know, just going to be on the squad uh, and, and get a chance to develop and, you know, do things like that. Not somebody would like, man, look what he did in college, man. Look, he's going to be nice in the starting lineup. We put him in there. We ain't got to – it's just – that's all I was thinking in my head. Like, dude, this sounds so familiar, but it feels so different because I'm talking to, like it's a real NBA team. We'll talk about players like Matt Thomas. Like, it's Matt Thomas. I'm not expecting him to come in and, and set the world on fire. It'd be awesome if right. he did, but sure. But it's not like my hope. I'm putting any hope on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
man, I hope he do it. Yeah, like, we go, man, we need, man, if he only averaged like 15 or 20, man, we going to be this, you know, we going to be nice. Right. No. Yeah. No, no, no. That is right. done with. And that feels it's like, it's, it's kind of the way you look at it. Look, if we are ever talking at some point between October and April about the minutes that Matt Thomas played tonight, <laughs> right, then, right, oh, right. then, oh, dear God, so many things have gone horribly, horribly wrong. Right, exactly, you know I mean? exactly. It's, it's not like the past few seasons where it's like, man, we need like a solid 25 out of Arch tonight. Like, no, right. that's not, that's not going to be the case here. Unless like Arthur Finn, Giannis, like yo, right. yo, do it like that. Nope. Unless, unless for whatever reason, bodies are dropping left and right. Bull says you don't need to worry about Matt Thomas. We can go through his college stats. We can look at what he's done in his short yeah. number of NBA appearances. Be- yeah. Because you know it's 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 the doldrum part of the NBA season. We got to nitpick everything that they do. But don't worry about Matt Thomas because guess what? That dude ain't seeing the floor. We ain't worried about Matt Thomas, but I'm glad he's here. Because obviously AK and Eversley wanted him. So that means I want him too. So I'm glad Matt Thomas here. I'm glad. What you call him? The vaccine twins? I'm glad the vaccine Dude, twins are here. Vaccine twins. <laughs> I'm glad they're here too, man. And and it just means now the roster is set, Matt. Like it's yeah. set. Like this is the roster. This is the 2021-22 Chicago Bulls, man. This is it, bro. Doesn't it feel nice? I so like if there's a booster. We 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 got to work our guy Casey into this too. So now, like, okay. so we got Johnson, Johnson, and Johnson. Oh, between three Johnson. two Bulls players and the king of the Bulls beat, we got Johnson, Johnson, and Johnson. You get your three boosters in. Yes. Get get that third booster, baby. Oh my goodness, yes. It just honestly, man, it really does feel good, and I, I just it feels like yeah, this is a nice roster. Like I'm just like this. This is a nice team that I'm looking at. I'm gonna enjoy watching this. I'm going to enjoy sitting back with my man, Matt, and my man, John, and watching this and enjoying it and, and talking about it. It's going to be fun, guys. And y'all should ex- – I, I can't wait for y'all to experience it too, man. I'm just, it's going to be fun to watch. And we get an appetizer in 28 days because Fresh. that's when the preseason kicks off. Fresh starts and new beginnings, man. Speaking of new uh, beginnings, before we get out of here real quick, mm. our boy, one man's trash is another man's also trash. Chandler <laughs> Crutch Sore Shins. Has so signed sore. a deal with the Phoenix Suns, the team that just went to the NBA Finals, Big Dave. Oh, I'm concerned. Oh, I just I can't think of him without thinking of John. I just oh the the shins are so sore. <laughs> That's all I got, John. The sorest of shins. The sorest of shins. They're so sore. So, you know what that means? It means now that perhaps one of the most desirable free agents still unsigned and out there and available is his old teammate Denzel Valentine, who. We have reports that maybe the Lakers are interested. Come on. Come on, please. <laughs> I need I need LeBron looking at J.R. Smith bewildered 2.0, but this time it's Denzel. I need it in my life, preferably in a playoff loss. Oh. And the other team that is reportedly has mutual interest with Denzel, the Cleveland Cavaliers. We could be seeing Denzel for all of those division games. For all of those division games. Him and Lowry, full time. Let me ask you this, Matt. What would oh. what excited you more? Like the Bulls signing DeMar DeRozan or if the Lakers signed Denzel Valentine? What would excite you more? What excited you? Come on. Do you really think I'm that much of a hater that it would bring me more joy to see Denzel sign with the Lakers because I would love rooting against him and them? 
more than I would enjoy the Bulls adding an all NBA caliber player to their roster. I'm going to answer the question. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like, I haven't heard an answer. I have not heard an answer to the question, man. <laughs> I'm not that much of a heartless bastard, Dave. Okay. All right. <laughs> Jamar, 10 times out of 10. All right. Oh, dear you. God. The cartwheels I will do down the street if Denzel signs with the Lakers. <laughs> and that, that, oof, man. Well, we know that the Lakers are on national television a lot this upcoming season. With that clown car they have, LeBron and AD, <laughs> Mello, you know, Rondo came back. Dwight Howard came back. Oh, my God. Please, 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 please add Denzel to that. And I dare you to play him minutes. I dare you. <laughs> Man, dude, it it just feels good, man. That's all I'm saying. Like, I just feel so good because my team is going to actually be a good basketball team. Like, that just feels good to say and watch. Like, it's going to be fun. It, I won't be dreading it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, man, I got to look at this Bulls game and see what's going on. Man, I'd rather Honestly. watch some reruns or something. You know what I mean? But I got to watch this game. No, I'm, like, like, looking forward to this. I can't wait to do this. Don't get me wrong, man. I I have enjoyed this downtime a little bit here, you know, tail end of August into September. But, you know, when I look around and I'm like, oh, man, like training camp in a few weeks. Like, yeah, we got we got preseason right around the corner. Like we got regular season basketball tipping off in like 42 days or something like that. Yeah. Over the last several seasons, I've been dreading it. I'm like, oh god, no. Oh, oh, yeah. got, oh god, we've got a fresh yeah. bull season we have to cover. Yes. Oh god, what fresh no, hell is this? Like, like, like the guy, like with his eyes being forced open. Like, no, don't make me watch. Clockwork <laughs> Orange. Like, yes. Yeah. Now I'm like, actually, yeah, the break is nice, but dude, I it can't come soon enough, man. I'm stoked. Can't. I'm ready, Matt. I'm so ready. I can't right. wait to see this. I'm gonna freak out on media day. Freak out! <laughs> With that, everybody wave to my brother walking by in the background. Hey. And that wraps up our episode for today. So, Bulls fans, if you have any thoughts on these new signings, either Stanley Johnson or Alizé Johnson or the kid from Iowa State, Matt Thomas, hit us up on our text to voicemail line, 331-979-1369, or shoot us an email, lockedupbulls at gmail.com. You can, of course, as always, also hit us up on the Twitter machine. I am at Bulls underscore Peck. Big Dave is at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. Bow. We are at Locked on Bulls. And speaking of Bowlaw Bulls, go mm. listen to the final round episode, the Bowlaw Bulls Tournament of Trash yes. episode. Big Dave, quick plug for that, baby. Yeah, the Tournament of Trash, seventh annual. Uh, this year we did the worst ball sports takes. It's the worst takes that everybody in the ball family has made. I am not in the finals. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> I'm not in the finals. Um, but the last episode we had Ricky O'Donnell on and oh, it was great. just a really good conversation, uh, just talking to him, just to hear about his upbringing, how he even got into sports so hard, you know, and just his love for journalism and basically high school Chicago basketball, uh, his true love. Uh, he spoke a lot about that. So, it, yeah, it was a really, really fun and, and great interview and in depth. And he got to pick who goes to the championship round. And if you go on Twitter right now, you can go vote. Go vote to, you know, who's going to win. Go right to uh, my Twitter page. You see the link right there at Ball Sports. Go right there. It's pinned right there. Go ahead and vote for the worst take. The worst, the absolute worst of all sports takes. Which one is it? Vote against tomorrow. So make sure you get it in. Go vote for the worst take on the Bowl on Bulls Tournament of Trash. Until next time, 
That's my guy, Big Dave. I'm Matt. Thanks for listening, Bulls Nation. As always, see red. Be good. Peace out. Peace. Denzel!